This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. And big breaking news tonight on the Rita Cosby Show. Just a little bit ago, some huge news breaking that according to a draft opinion obtained by Politico, it suggests that the Supreme Court has voted to overturn Roe versus Wade, the historic abortion rights decision. Joining us now to talk about all of this is great legal scholar, Professor Alan Dershowitz. Professor Dershowitz, what's your reaction to this huge news? Well, it sounds authentic to me. I've looked at the opinion. It looks like an Alito opinion, and Alito would be a logical person to write a majority opinion overruling Roe versus Wade. The big issue, the big mystery, it's going to be a terrific mystery to be solved is who leaked it. And I have a theory. All I have is a theory. And my theory is that it was leaked by a law clerk who was very pro upholding Roe versus Wade, who was very opposed to reversing it. And he leaked it to Politico, which would be sympathetic to that view, in order to try to maybe get some change. Because if nothing, if it weren't leaked, the decision would probably come down in June and it would overrule Roe versus Wade. And now the leaking has will result in Congress uh, wanting maybe to pack the court between now and then and get two more justices or maybe uh, an attempt to get national legislation passed supporting uh, a woman's right to choose abortion. But this was not just a leak uh, for the usual Washington, D.C. purposes. This was a leak with a purpose, I believe, by a person, a law clerk who was willing to engage in an act of civil disobedience, risking their own career um, for making this leak. As if somebody's caught, their career is over. Yeah, you know, as you point out, this is unbelievable. Have you ever heard of a draft opinion coming out while a case is still pending? No, and I've been watching the Supreme Court now 55 years. I was a law clerk 52 years ago, uh, and I've been following the Supreme Court. I've sent many law clerks to the Supreme Court, former students, so and I know most of the justices. So this this is, you know, this is an institution I'm very close to. And uh, this is the first time in my life I've ever heard anything like this. What do you expect as you talked about sort of the intent that you think is behind it? Because it is so unbelievably rare that this is coming out. And, of course, we have seen the Biden administration talk about court packing. We've heard them. Do you yeah. believe that some of these things may now be a huge issue that they're going to push? Because as you bring up the implications, you know, you've got the midterms coming up just a few months away. Yeah, no, I think there's going to be tremendous pressure on the Democratic majority to uh, um, pack the court. Now, can they do it with a 50-50 split in the Senate? I don't think so, but it's possible. Could they pass national 
right to abortion legislation with a 50-50 Senate? I don't know. Um, and so uh, all I believe is that the law clerk who leaked this, and that's who it probably was, uh, did it for a purpose in an attempt to try to reverse this. Um, probably somebody who felt that this is so important, so critical, that he or she is willing to risk their career to do it. And uh, Professor Alan Dershowitz, I want to ask you, too, how historic this change would be. Indeed, um, we're hearing that it's a draft opinion, but the idea right now, here it is so many years later, of the reversing of Roe v. Wade. Did you see this coming? Well, I think it's historic. I think it will backfire. I think it will hurt the Republicans electorally. Uh, In the short term, it might help them. But in the long term, the vast majority of Americans support a woman's right to choose abortion. And that will become a legislative issue now, and it will probably hurt the Republicans. Um, This is historic. Uh, I myself strongly uh, oppose reversing Roe versus Wade, whether it was right or wrong when decided, is not the issue. It's been the law for 50 years. So where do you see this headed now with the leak? How do they check to find out who leaked and what would be the repercussions? Oh, there will be an investigation. The chief justice is up uh, late at night tonight and uh, sweating and nervous. I know the chief justice. I remember him, of course, from law school, and I know him since. Uh, This is a very unhappy day for the chief justice. It makes it sound like he's lost control of his court. And it will also result in tighter restrictions on law clerks. And uh, it will change the institution of the Supreme Court. Wow. What, what could be the repercussion to whoever leaked it? Oh, disbarment, firing, and a hero. The person will become disbarred, fired, and become a hero uh, to the hard left. Wow. So many huge implications from here. And as you talk oh, yeah. about, there's very so many important, political- Very important news report, wow. if it's accurate, and I think it is. All right. Uh, Professor Alan Dershowitz, one of the great, great legal scholars out there. Thank you so much for being with us on this big breaking news night. Appreciate it. Wow. Really stunning. You just heard from Alan Dershowitz now just saying in the last few minutes that, first of all, he has never heard of a leak of a Supreme Court opinion. I've never heard of it either. I used to cover the Supreme Court when I was there at Fox News in Washington. So this is stunning. So why do you think the leak came now? And you heard from Professor Dershowitz. He firmly believes that this leak that just happened just in the last few minutes as this news has been breaking here on the show, that he believes it was done by a law clerk who is not happy with the decision and was getting it out there to give the Democrats a heads up that this was coming to be able to see if there was a way that they could, quote, pack the court so then there would be more Democrats on the court. Right now it's a conservative majority, so they could change the makeup of the court. Uh, The other thing he brought up, too, was maybe some national, you know, right to abortion legislation potentially passing in Congress, but that this is sort of a freelance, you know, person working on their own, essentially, at the Supreme Court who saw that this decision was coming down that looks to be, according to reports tonight, and Professor Dershowitz says he believes it's probably accurate because he believes that Alito would have done something like this. He knows Alito. um, And that the decision would come down with this draft, essentially, that was supposed to not come out until June, which is typically when these decisions come out. So the fact that this has now been leaked now by 
a somebody who knows. But he believes maybe by a Supreme Court clerk, there's a lot of clerks, somebody who saw it and said, "Uh uh-oh, this is not going to be good for abortion rights. Somebody who, you know, doesn't agree with the fact that this is going to be overturned. Everybody's been watching to see what the high court would do. And there were rumors that they actually might step in um, on Roe v. Wade, which has been the law of the land for now many, many decades, as we know. But what's your reaction tonight, first off, to the fact that if this is accurate, and again, we haven't seen the official decision because a leak has never happened, as far as anybody knows, in Supreme Court history. And here tonight, we are getting word that a leak has happened from the U.S. Supreme Court, somebody tied to the court, whether it is a court clerk or a justice themselves or who knows, a family member. I mean, who knows? I mean, there's a lot of places So my question to you tonight is, who do you think leaked it? Why do you think they leaked it? And what do you think the repercussions of potentially overturning Roe versus Wade will be on not just the highest court of the land, but also the midterms, as I was just asking Professor Dershowitz, because a big, big election, of course, where the Senate and the House hang in the balance, that is coming up in November. So you know that issues such as the Supreme Court, abortion rights, those are always very, very key issues for both sides, you know, depending which way, of course, that they uh, individuals are voting. People often say, you know what, I voted for so-and-so because I like the justices they picked. I voted for so-and-so because they were against Roe versus Wade. I like, you know, I, there are always, this is an enormous issue. This is almost one of the biggest issues that the Supreme Court has ever had to face. And now we are getting word that somebody has leaked a draft of an opinion to Politico, Politico putting it out there, and it signals that there will be a dramatic turn of events for the Supreme Court in terms of Roe versus Wade. The other question is, of course, is what do you think the Democrats are going to do? We know a lot of people, uh, Mondaire Jones and Jerry Nadler and a whole bunch of those people were talking about packing the courts. They were there, you know, not that long ago. And Schumer and a number of others were talking about, hey, it's time to pack the court and add more justices on the court because they didn't like the fact that it was still a conservative majority. They want to change the makeup of the court and make it, you know, uh, 12 justices or even more. There's been, you know, grumblings about how far they could go. I do not agree with packing the court just because you don't like a decision. You change the whole Constitution. This is the way it's always been. It's always been nine justices for the longest time. So why would we change that makeup? Um, But do you see them now trying to do something that they can do, knowing that the tea leaves are there, that it looks like it will be overturned. So who do you think did it? Why do you think this happened? And what do you think of the decision that appears to be coming from the highest court in the land now overturning the historic Roe v. Wade decision, according to reports from Politico, that says that they got a draft opinion that was sanctioned by, that was overseen by Alito. He was the one who was actually the draftee of it. One of the justices is one of the draftees. So why do you think it happened now? Do you agree with Professor Dershowitz that it may be a low level, somebody like a just, you know, a clerk or somebody else there 
Or maybe a justice leaked it and told the clerk to go leak it. Who knows where this is going to be? Surely, if somebody gets caught leaking a Supreme Court decision, they're gone. Their careers are over. They're gone. But you heard from also Dershowitz. He's saying that they're going to be treated like a hero among some people, too. So that's another interesting thing, that they'll maybe be the uh, the patron saints of the Democratic Party because maybe by doing this, they can create the Democrats to have some sort of action to maybe avert it. There could be something dramatic. I mean, they could say, oh, we want to do a court packing tomorrow. This is too important. Ba 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 ba. How much do you think that this is going to galvanize voters? And do you agree with Professor Dershowitz that this will not help Republicans, he said. That was interesting because I asked him, as you just heard here, I said, who do you think benefits from this and why? And he thinks that the Democrats surely are, are getting this message as a heads up to hopefully do something to intervene before the decision comes out. Or he also believes that this could be a galvanizing uh, effort by Democrats to help Democrats to endorse and to be able to continue abortion rights in America, and that he actually thinks it will help Democrats come November. What are your thoughts about all of this as this big breaking news is just happening here on the Rita Cosby Show? An unbelievable moment uh, that indeed it looks like, according to Politico, that says they have seen a draft of the decision that indeed Roe v. Wade is about to be overturned, a historic decision, of course, on abortion rights in this country. So what are your thoughts about that? Who did it and who does it help? Who does it hurt? From the politics of it, because a lot of politics are behind all of this. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Julie on line four. Julie, your thoughts about all this? I do believe that, um, Rita, thank you very much. And I do believe that this is a setup so that um, the Democrats can say, look at what the Republicans could do if they're in charge of things. They're going to be getting the voters to anybody who's in the middle, and even Republicans, to change their vote to Democrats, the Democratic vote because of what could happen if Republicans are in charge. And I don't think that this will go through at all. You don't. So what do you think they'll do to stop it? Oh, the, 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 everything that they've done to Trump. They'll, they'll, I mean, it's ridiculous what's gone on already. So they, they can just go through litigation, whatever it is that they do, but it'll be carried on for years if they could get away with it. Do you believe that they're going to try to now pack the court, Julie? Because that was one of the things you just heard Professor Dershowitz say that he thinks it's sort of uh, it was a tip off. By somebody who obviously wasn't happy with the decision, he believes, and to somehow do something that could cause, like you just said, maybe maybe the fact that it got leaked might cause it to be delayed somehow. You know, who knows where this goes? Or that it gives them an option to start looking at packing the court, maybe trying to create some national legislation. The problem is, as you know right now, uh, it's a 50-50 Senate. Um, you've got Kamala Harris who can break the tie, of course. Um, but that's still a very tight Senate, and that means you need Mansion, you need Cinema, you need all, you know, you need some others. Um, I don't know if I see this happening in this Senate. Anything that they can do, but they certainly could try to pack the uh, Supreme Court and suddenly say, "Gosh, you know what? Whatever decisions were made uh, until that decision comes out in June, guess what? It's uh, early May. We got time to appoint a whole bunch more justices." 
Rita, the Democrats will do whatever they have. Uh, they will keep doing what they've been doing already for the last uh, six years. Okay, and they've been getting away with it because of the Republicans. Some Republicans that are in office too. So. That's my comment. That's it. Well, you bring up a good point. Republicans need to get a spine. I absolutely agree. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody, on this big breaking news that for the first time it appears in history, a Supreme Court decision has been leaked prematurely. This is an opinion that was drafted by the courts, according to Politico. They're reporting that they have seen this draft that shows that this court, which is a conservative majority, even though there was just a Democrat, you know, a very uh, liberal one that was appointed on there, this is still a conservative majority on the high court, and that they have decided to overturn the historic abortions decision, abortion rights decision, Roe versus Wade. Um, This is big news. Why do you think it was leaked? What do you think the political repercussions are? And who do you think did the leak and why? 1-800-848-9222. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Breaking news. And if you are just joining us here on the Rita Cosby Show, some big news tonight. uh, Because there are reports that, according to Politico, a draft decision... An opinion from the highest court in the land would overturn Roe v. Wade. And they were not supposed to come back, the Supreme Court, with their decisions until June. So this is a preemptive leak and believed to be the first time in American history that a Supreme Court decision has been leaked. So there are so many questions tonight. First off, what do you make if indeed this is correct, which many people believe it is? that it is an official decision that was about to make public, but not till next month. And who leaked it? Why did it get leaked in such an extraordinarily rare leak? Uh, they're like tighter than a, they are so, it's like tighter than a drum at the Supreme Court. I have been there. Everything is under like such micromanaging. And the fact that something came out tonight, my jaw dropped when I heard that there was a decision that had been, Drafted At first, I thought a decision. Wait, wait, wait. They're not supposed to come out with a decision until June. And then when I heard it was a leak, I, I couldn't believe it. I was stunned. And you just heard Professor Dershowitz here on our show a few minutes ago who said he was absolutely floored. He has never heard of a leak from the Supreme Court. And he believes it was someone probably like a court clerk who was not happy with the fact that they are telling, according to this decision that Politico is reporting, It will be an overhaul of Roe v. Wade, in other words, that would be taken off the tables and that would change abortion rights in this country. That is a huge deal, and especially with now only months until the midterm elections. Let's go to your calls on all fronts, guys. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Russell on line six. Russ, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. Um, First of all, uh, what exactly... Does it say? And I, I personally believe this is part of a demo-fascist big lie campaign to destroy the institutions of the country. It's just a, a, another part of the government that they're attempting to usurp. Now, do you believe 
it's sort of part of the, you know, you're, you're absolutely right. Because when you see all the leaks of late, Russ, you know, um, I mean, think about it. In the last few years, there have been so many leaks from the FBI, from the CIA, um, you know, from the IRS. I mean, there's been so many leaks from places that you often don't hear leaks from. Um, maybe it was just a matter of time that something came from the highest court. Who do you think's behind the leak, Russ? Uh, a person? Yeah. I, I wouldn't be surprised if it wasn't one of the justices from the Bronx. Ah, very interesting. Maybe like uh, Sonia Sotomayor. Russ, thank you very much. Very interesting. It could have been a justice. I mean, they're not allowed to do it. By the way, he said, Dershowitz said, whoever it comes back to, if they can prove whoever did this, he said that individual would absolutely be disbarred. And that would include a Supreme Court justice. Can you imagine if it turns out that it was a Supreme Court justice? That individual would absolutely be removed from the highest court, removed from the profession, essentially, uh, because it is such a uh, flagrant uh, violation of the ethics and the morals and the rules. The question is, did they leak it? Did they give it to somebody else to leak? Did a court clerk who maybe was typing it up say, oh, I don't like this? Boy, there are a lot of questions tonight. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody, after the break. Huge news that a draft decision from the Supreme Court has been leaked, which may overturn Roe v. Wade. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Rita Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Back the Blue. And in tonight's Back the Blue, where we honor our great men and women in law enforcement, a powerful story coming out of Greenfield, California where the police there helped rescue a man that was drowning on Saturday at the Arroyo Seco campground. Monterey County Sheriff's deputies were unable to respond, so Greenfield officers immediately went in to save the drowning man right around 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Now, with the assistance also of the U.S. Forest Service and other people, the man was taken out of the water and received critical life-saving treatment. The man was then airlifted to a hospital. And thankfully, due to the quick reaction from the police department and others, he is expected to recover. What a great, great story about teamwork with various law enforcement agencies. Well, of course, big news just coming in just a few minutes ago that indeed, according to Politico, which indeed is usually it's a left-leaning publication, they have published what they say is a draft opinion that they've had access to from Justice Alito of the Supreme Court, who would be the signee of it, essentially with a decision that would overturn Roe v. Wade in the highest court of the land. That is a huge deal. So tonight, so many questions as this story is literally just breaking in the last few minutes. First off, uh, we had Professor Dershowitz on who said that 
he thinks that this is accurate. He thinks it's unbelievable. It's historic as far as he knows of any leak like this ever coming from the Supreme Court of a decision. You never hear like a premature decision. Remember even the whole thing that was hanging happening with the hanging chads and all that? You know, nobody knows. I mean, there were so many of these big, big decisions through the years. And like you never got leaks from the Supreme Court. Like they were like, you know, they were so, so tight lipped. And yet. For some reason, Politico has said that it has now a copy of a decision that is changing abortion rights in this country that would overturn Roe v. Wade, which has been the law of the land for now decades. That is a huge deal. So first off, what's your reaction to this news of this overturning? And again, the decision is not supposed to be official until June. Why do you think somebody, quote, preemptively leaked it? And what do you think the politics are going to be? Professor Dershowitz says that he doesn't think it's going to be a good thing for Republicans in the sense that he thinks, first off, that this is somebody who is trying to tip off Democrats and basically have them now have time to try to pack the court to do something to avert such a decision. I mean, isn't that wild that maybe they will try to, you know, add more justices to the court? They've hinted that they might do that. There's been a number, including uh, Jerry Nadler of New York and Mondaire Jones of New York. Um, Those representatives and others have said that they think that there should be more justices. I don't think so. I think it's it's changing the makeup of the system that's been in place and that has worked for so many years in this country. It's outrageous just because they don't like the rules that they're going to add more justices. I mean, this to me is crazy. So I'm not a fan of that whatsoever. But people believe that maybe this leak happened so Democrats will somehow try to push some national legislation while they are still in control of Congress. Because come the election time, the midterm elections in early November, there's a very good chance that they could lose the House and could potentially also lose the Senate. Right now, you know, it's 51 to 50. So they've got the upper hand. You know, with Kamala Harris there, they have the chance right now to overturn basically, you know, whatever they like or do whatever they like in terms of legislation. They can't affect the court, but they can certainly do their own separate sort of legislation. So a fascinating, huge day. And I covered the Supreme Court. I was there, senior correspondent in Washington, spent a lot of time at the high court. You know, you never would get anything out of those people. I mean, they were like tighter than a drum. So the question is. Why did somebody intentionally leak it now? Uh, Dershowitz believes, again, that it was a low-level person who leaked it, maybe somebody who was typing up the opinion or something like that, and he believes whoever it is, if they get caught, it will be a huge deal. That person will absolutely be disbarred. What if it turns out it's a high court justice who leaked it, guys? Wow. 1-800-848-9222. 8489222. Let's go to Tyrone on line seven. Tyrone, your thoughts about this big news tonight. Good evening, Rita. I have several points I'd like to make to you. First of all, I like your show. But you have to realize that both sides put in what they want when they're in power. Absolutely. Both- By the way, thousand percent. You're correct. They both feed at the same trough. Do you remember when uh, Obama was president? They, he wanted to put in Garland as a Supreme Court justice. Senator McConnell, the Republican in the Senate, in charge, said, oh, there's not enough time, even though there was almost a year left. 
but that's when nobody said anything. When when uh, 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 Trump got in, they put all they wanted in there. And he had various months, just months to put them through. But he got them through. But Obama had a year, but they said it was not enough time. So these things go back and forth. Nine justices is not uh, sacrosanct as long as it's an odd number. So if you ain't put two more, it'll be 11. They put four more, it'll be 13. They're doing less and less decisions anyway. These people are old. They're overworked. The caseload is heavy. They do need more. So even if the Democrats were to put in two more, it wouldn't be uh, stacking the court no more than what they tried to do. Oh, but see, I disagree. And and Tyrone, I'll agree with you that, yes, each side does play politics, no doubt, with the Supreme Court and holding up decisions or rushing decisions through 1,000 percent. I mean, but I also think changing the makeup of the court, which has been discussed by Democrats, especially of late, you know, and a lot of them were campaigning on it and talking about it. And at first, Biden said that he wouldn't do it. And then he kind of changed his mind a little bit. So it makes me think that he's open to it. Um, you know, I there's something to me. Where does that end? OK, so what? So they add what? Another two or three justices suddenly that they try to push through. First of all, if that were to happen, then the Republicans would absolutely block it, just as you describe of what happened with Merrick Garland. They would go, ah, that ain't going to happen if they try to push that. And I think the American public sees that as like ramming it down as opposed to, you know, the playing of politics that happened with the nine justices. The other issue is, too, is so where where does it go? So what, like, uh, what, 10, 12 years from now, we're going to have, what, like 30 justices? Because each time the person's going to want to add two or three more. Ju- You're going to need like a like a like a city field to put them in at some point, Tyrone. I have one more point to make. The hacking that could come from any place. The hacking could come from any place. Doesn't have to come from within. No, that's actually, you know what, Tyrone, you bring up a great point. Correct. You're right. Somebody may have externally hacked in and gotten to, you know, the decisions, gotten into the computer to see you're right. It could be interesting. Maybe it's some, you know, it's a foreign actor or it's, you know, it's some uh, some group that's not happy with the decision or whatever. But boy, it's going to be investigated big time. Um, And can you imagine if it turns out that it's a justice themselves Tyrone, that had something to, I mean, it is astounding. Anybody who has covered the courts and knows the courts, certainly like a Professor Dershowitz certainly does, uh, are shocked to see what happened. Tyrone, thank you. Great call. Love your points. Terrific. Let's go to Brian on line four. Go ahead, Brian. Hey, Rita. First of all, love your show. I, I don't know why no one's getting it over here. If this never happened before and it happened now for the first time, even though she's not on the bench, but there is one justice that just went onto the court. I would think she has something to do with it. Oh, interesting. So you think that, what, she might have somehow leaked it out or gotten it out somehow? If this never happened before, and I would suspect her, that's one thing. And number two, I do agree with Dershowitz that this is going to hurt the Republicans because right now the focus was how bad Biden was. And they're just going to the media is going to talk about this from now to the election. And it will galvanize the Democratic base. That's the other thing, too, Brian, that the Democratic base that, you know, often if they feel that they have an issue that they will rally behind, you know, maybe some of them will now hold their nose, even if they can't stand Biden, because the polls sure show what a mess he is. 
And if they are passionate about Roe v. Wade being in place, um, they'll kind of hold their nose and and maybe vote for him just for that reason or not for him, but for, you know, for the Democratic Party, the House and the Senate in November, just to make sure that some of these votes and these rights that they care about stay in place, um, knowing what could happen here, that maybe there could be maybe some national legislation. What's going to be interesting, Brian, is maybe they'll start making these promises. Maybe the Democratic Party will start to say, you know what, um, if you vote for us, we will push for you saw what the Supreme Court did. That's why you got to keep Democrats in control if you believe in X and X. And also, if you want a national agenda of X and X, you better keep us in place. If you want to have some legislation that might somehow Congress could step in and possibly have an effect on this. Like he was suggesting some sort of national, you know, uh, right to abortion legislation could potentially maybe be passed in Congress, something to kind of counteract it. That's what Dershowitz was saying. So if that's the case, you would want a Democratic you know, Senate or a Democratic House, and the Democrats will rally around that big time. So I, I agree with you that I don't think that this is helpful to the Republicans in that shape or form. I think it's more of a rallying cry to help the Democrats, and I think it's leaked to try to do something to subvert this. And that's why it's so stunning. Uh, great points, Brian. Thank you very, very much. Let's go to Alice in Cincinnati on line six. Go ahead, Alice, your thoughts. Hi, Rita. Uh, great show, as usual. Uh, this is very serious, and I think both sides should take it very should, should take it seriously. It should not become a political football. It seems to indicate some weakness in the Supreme Court. And a chain is only as strong as its weakest link. I, I hope that both sides behave professionally and take it seriously. We all face decisions that we don't like. Absolutely. And the fact that it's leaked, you know, um, one of the first callers was just saying that he believes it's sort of par for the course, if you will, you know, with what he has seen in, you know, in leaks of late. I mean, if you look at like what's been happening with the FBI and the CIA and all the sort of big state leaks, he thinks it's just sort of par for the course that maybe it was an inevitable um, and then another uh, caller was saying to us, Alice, that they think maybe it was a hack. Who do you think's behind it? Who knows? It just looks bad for the Supreme Court, and both sides should do an investigation and and not be petty. Yeah, I agree. It, the integrity of the court, I think, is on the line, and I think it is so important. Alice, thank you very much from calling from Cincinnati. Let's go to Dom in Minnesota on line five. Dom, your thoughts about this huge decision that apparently uh, looks like it has been leaked tonight. Hi, Rita. For the first time in my life as a U.S. citizen, I'm really disappointed at the direction some people in this country are taking. Uh, I am praying to God that the leaker is not a judge because that would be a total erosion of the trust in the justice and liberty. So looks like we may have an Edward Snowden 2.0 trying to be a hero. Exactly. Do you think? Do you think we'll find out whoever did it, Dom? Do you, or do you think it's going to remain like uh, like Al Capone's uh, vault? One of those no, we'll I never know. If, if Justice Roberts is as serious about this, he should go all out to find out who the leaker was. But the problem I see is that the left will, you know, left will actually. Uh, hold the hero as a leaker that saved the day for liberals. 
Now, I'm wondering if this could be classified as a disinformation campaign by Homeland Security and the entire Democratic Party be prosecuted for it. Ah, very interesting. <laughs> maybe maybe a Mary Poppins. This might be her first case. Go. So, ho- however, I do see a silver lining in that this is one more nail in the Democrats' coffin in November. Although we will be the laughing stock around the world for some time to come, I am praying and hoping that all the Democrats listening to this show, your show, I'm sure you have people from both sides of the aisle. Yes, we do. Re- realize that we don't want to dilute the you know the most precious you know, uh, institution in this country. That's why people in all over the world come come to the United States for the sake of justice and liberty. So I hope people on both sides realize that this is something we should not tolerate. Thank yeah, you. I agree, Dom. Very, very well said. I 1,000% agree. Let's go to Jimmy on line six. Jimmy, your thoughts. Yes, every group in America, whether it's women, gays, blacks, uh, whatever group, they, they all have radical leadership. This now will aggravate and get the women's leaders, the women's group's leaders riled up. In in Marxist writing, you have the Popular Front, the All People's Front, the United Front, okay? So you have Enviro-Leninist, Afro-Leninist, Christo-Leninist, Islamo-Leninist. All of these groups are led by radicals, and they pull them together and that's the movement that votes in Democrats. This is how revolutions happen. We don't know if this leak is true. We don't know because you could rule against Roe versus Wade, and that's not uh, ruling out abortion. I believe it's just that case was wrong. It was argued wrong. It was uh, judged wrong. But this is a way to get people inflamed. It's like when you have an incident where somebody attacks a black person, whether it's a cop or some crazy, whatever it is, the radical black leaders are able to get the blacks and the radicals out in the street rioting. So this is one way to inflame and agitate the the women's side of this issue because they tend to be more militant and more active. The anti-abortion, they get a lot of protesters out there against abortion, but they're not really militant. So the radical left, look, we had the fentanyl sent here. We had riots in every city. We had this operation to remove the president. We had all U.S. intelligence agencies working against Trump. We see the Russian collusion thing was a hoax. The election was very, a lot of fraudulent stuff going on. So there's just too many strange things happening one after the other. So people should realize there's something very big and very wrong going on. Russia invades Ukraine. Russia, China, and Iran are united openly now against us. We get a president who's backed by Marxists. He cuts off our energy energy supply. He has Putin dealing with Iran for us. Everything is going wrong. If Biden or these people were just stupid or crazy, occasionally they would do something right. The odds are occasionally they would do something right. When it's all going wrong, it's obviously that we're in big trouble and this is not an accident, these things going on. Yeah, timing, you're right. Uh, And the fact that it's leaking out and it's something that is such as you're talking about, it is a rallying cry that galvanizes Um, You know, Democrats to go to the polls, women and men, um, but especially as you talk about women, which are key um, for the Democrats for their votes. 
it's it is an important thing that will galvanize them and will inspire them to go to the polls. And it's interesting at a time where if you look at the numbers right now, boy, it's like a tsunami um, that was expected to come in November by the Republicans. And the question is, will this somehow galvanize the left to come out now more in November? Will they make some promises to them that if you keep us, uh, we'll do X? You know, uh, let's see what they give out. They've been talking about free cell phones. They've been talking about, you know, to those crossing the border. They're talking about giving student loans away, the forgiveness. Uh, What else are they going to throw in the kitchen sink to try to inspire people uh, to come to their side? Uh, That's what's going to be interesting. Jimmy, thanks. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody, as right now uh, many people are actually galvanizing outside the U.S. Supreme Court in reaction to the word Uh, Jimmy was just saying that Democrats will definitely be inspired. Protesters are already coming right now outside the U.S. Supreme Court with word of this draft decision leak that is overturning Roe v. Wade, uh, according to reports from Politico. And again, already protests uh, coming out literally as this decision, according to them, And the reporting uh, just came out a few minutes ago. People wasting no time. Jimmy was right on on that one. Uh, We're going to continue your calls. 1-800-848-9222. This is the Rita Cosby Show. And welcome back to the show. If you have just been tuning in, some huge news happening and protesters right now gathering outside the U.S. Supreme Court literally minutes after word came down that a leaked draft of an opinion obtained by Politico, uh, according to their reporting, they are saying that the highest court in the land is planning to overturn Roe versus Wade. So I want to get your reaction to this decision. Who do you think it helps? Who do you think it hurts in November? Um, what do you make of the fact that they have done this? And, of course, what do you make of the fact that there has been now a leak for the very first time, it appears, potentially in Supreme Court history? This is a huge deal. And I want to hear your thoughts on that. We're going to continue in the next hour on that, too, as well, talking about this. Additionally, too, in the next hour, also Alejandro Mayorkas talking about security at the border I couldn't believe it this weekend. He's like, oh, we're not telling people to come. We're telling people to stay home. I'm thinking, when did you ever do that? Now you're finally saying it in an interview after millions have come to our country. And basically, they're talking about hiring more people to help, but not to stop people from coming. They're hiring more people to help move them quicker along through the processing. They're going to be babysitters, these poor Border agents who are working so hard right now, and their goal is not to stop them. Their goal is to make sure that they basically get processed so they can get into the country quicker. So, boy, is Mayorkas all over the place, and we're going to take your calls on that as well. Meantime, your reaction to this big news coming down that was leaked uh, to a media outlet, a left-leaning media outlet, Politico, that... The decision is about to come down from the highest court in the land that will overturn what's been the law of the land for decades now, Roe v. Wade, on abortion rights in this country. Your thoughts about this and who did the leak? 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Joe uh, in Connecticut on line five. Go ahead, Joe. Hi, Rita. Uh, 
Call me conspiracy theorist. I'm not buying this. You're never going to turn over Roe v. Wade, at least not this easily. And isn't it amazing that they're already protesting? They're already gathering on the Capitol. This is a diversion from the lousy job that these Democrats are how they're destroying our country to divert everybody. Look to the left and they're pulling uh, everything on the right. They're sneaking everybody through the fence. And we're all looking to the left because the media is telling us to. I'm not buying it, and I hope I'm right. I may not be, but I don't buy it at all. It's so this could have been this could have been a huge stage thing. You think the decision's not coming down, or where do you think the 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 you know the uh, conspiracy is, Joe? What 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 um, jurist uh, judge in his right mind would leak anything to anybody? And I agree. I agree. And Joe, you know what's interesting? Maybe did they leak? Did a clerk leak? Was it hacked? But there's clearly a plan here. I agree. We're going to continue with your calls. Feisty, fearless, and fair. She's an Emmy-winning journalist from the White House to war zones, telling all sides of the story. This is the Rita Cosby Show. And in the last hour or so, a historic decision, it appears, to be coming down from the Supreme Court, the highest court in the land, and a historic leak because the official decisions were not supposed to come until June. And now Politico reporting in the last hour or so that a historic decision has come down, that they have a draft of it, they're saying, And in it, it shows the Supreme Court is overturning Roe v. Wade. This is an enormous deal on so many levels. Who did the leak? What do you make of this decision? By, again, it's a conservative majority on the high court, even though the Democrats just recently got a new Supreme Court justice. Uh, They actually would come in after this last one leaves. So that's also interesting, the timing that it's coming out now that they didn't kind of punt it uh, when there might have been others kind of in the court. I mean, it's interesting when you just sort of see the decision, but a new one was set in or was about to start any moment. um, And now it still is, of course, a conservative majority. It still would have been a conservative majority. But now why did this leak happen? And what do you make of the fact that it happened now? Uh, so close to the midterm elections. Alan Dershowitz on the show in the last hour saying that he believes it was probably a low-level clerk or someone else within the court who was not happy with this decision, a liberal on the court who was not happy with this decision and is leaking that information. And he says anybody who's responsible for it would be disbarred, that that's at minimum. Can you imagine If the trail leads to the right-hand clerk of so-and-so or the justice themselves, I mean, who knows where this goes? Or was it a hack? Because I have never, nor has Professor Dershowitz, who certainly knows the court extremely well, ever heard of a leak from the U.S. Supreme Court of an opinion before it has been actually published. And that opinion was not supposed to be released and made public until June. And here we are a month early, at least, and it is coming down now suddenly. And this is dramatic and big. And a lot of people are now saying that maybe this was leaked, again, by somebody who was not happy with this decision. 
that they were looking to overturn and planning to overturn Roe v. Wade on abortion rights in this country, that's a huge deal, wanted to get it out so the Democrats could look at maybe packing the Supreme Court while they still have the majority in Congress, which they may not come November. Also, maybe some national legislation on abortion rights that could be passed in Congress, potentially, while they still have the majority, because they may not have that forever. So, wow, what do you make of this enormous news coming down? And the topic of court packing, because remember, there's nine justices. Again, right now, the conservative has the majority, but nine justices. So imagine if the Democrats, and they have talked about this for a while, added more Supreme Court justices and say, this is the reason why we need to add it, because we want people that have our philosophy. I'm not a big believer in packing the court. I think it's always been traditional to be at nine. For the most part, it's been nine justices, and it's stayed that way for a long time now. And that is a tradition. And I'm not for changing the tradition just because you don't like the results. But boy, I can hear it already. They're going to start trying to pack the Supreme Court. Listen, here is Congressman Mundare Jones of New York, who talked just a few months ago about why he thinks there should be new added justices, maybe 12 or 15. Why not make it a 20, 30 on the court? Take a listen. From the insurrection at the Capitol to the racist voter suppression being attempted all throughout the United States of America, the far right is at war with our democracy. And Congressman Jerry Nadler also said he is for court packing. But listen to the way he describes court packing. Listen to the verbiage, the little verbal game here. Some people will say we're packing the court. We're not packing it. We're unpacking it. Senator McConnell and the Republicans packed the court over the last couple of years. Right. You know, they just got a Supreme Court justice that just sailed through. It wasn't very much opposition She wasn't treated like Kavanaugh, that's for sure. My goodness. And here's a little bit more because you can already read the tea leaves that the Democrats are going to galvanize behind this issue. And he says court packing, well, that's something they're definitely going to be looking at. Some people will say, but the Supreme Court, it's always been nine members. But it hasn't. There's nothing new about changing the size of the Supreme Court. The Constitution leaves the number of justices up to Congress. And Congress has changed that number seven times in the history of the country. But in modern times, it has been nine. And I think a lot of voters are not going to like the idea if they try to repack the court and add new justices and use this as a reason. So why do you think this got leaked? And where do you see this headed? And who do you think it helps in November? I think it helps the Democrats in November because I think the Democrats will be galvanized around this issue, just as many faith leaders were galvanized, you know, around President Trump. Uh, They said, you know, well, we have maybe differences of opinion on certain issues, but he will appoint somebody who is pro-life, as he has done. And they said, you know what, that's the kind of person we want. That is the key issue. And Democrats on the other side will see this as a rallying cry to push to get more of their folks in uh, in the future and to try to cement that. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Bernie on line five. Go ahead, Bernie. Uh, hi. Hi, uh, Reed. Uh, 
I think that the it's a schedule, only a schedule that the Supreme Court has. Let them move up the schedule. Let them move up the official ruling on Roe versus Wade till May, till a few days in May. Make the the decision final, and that'll be the end of it. It won't give the Democrats any time to pull their shenanigans. That's a good point, but they may try to still pull it even afterwards and say, hey, look and see what happens. This is why you want to keep us in Congress, you know, and that election is not until November. But that I don't see the court reacting. I see the court being furious and not responding um, about the leak and not even commenting because they're not even technically allowed to comment, period. There shouldn't be any leak and any comment until the decision comes out. I see them still kind of holding fast to tradition, and I am sure that the justices who weren't behind it, because um, we don't know who was behind it, um, that the justices that weren't or anybody that wasn't part of this uh, leak is furious tonight. Um, let's go to Debbie on line seven. Deb, your thoughts. Hi there. Oh, I've got this wild idea. I think it was a um, Republican clerk. Um, and that she's a born-again Christian, and I think that the Lord is um, in this now, that he won't let um, Roe v. Wade uh, stay, that he'll let it overturn. And I think that um, it's a it's a victory for all the born-again believers. Well, and it's a victory for everybody who is pro-life. For sure, Deb, um, and seeing it this way and had hoped that this decision would come. And some people were projecting it might come, but a lot of people thought, oh, gosh, no, no, no. You know, Roe v. Wade's been in there for so long. Um, but I do think it is going to galvanize the Democrats who are not going to be happy with this decision if indeed it's correct. Let's go to Phil, line six. Phil, your thoughts. Yeah, good evening, Rita. Uh, I'm very taken by all this. My, my, my point of view is very simple. Number one, you have one source, political, I believe it was, that's, that's bringing out all this wonderful bad news. Okay, fine. Let's hear from the Supreme Court. They have a public office. They have to respond. It's something of a tremendous magnitude here. This is no, no accident or joke. They must respond. They must be given time to respond. But let me, two, ask, let me ask you, Phil, do you think they actually will respond, or do you think that they, in the essence of who they are in tradition, which is why this leak has never happened before, of a decision before when a case is pending, um, that do you think they're just going to stay mum until the decision comes out? Well, Rita, we're in the digital age. We've been in the digital age for the past 40, 45 years. Anyone, anyone could shadow a site and put something in and release it to a media source or release it to any group they wanted. And it would pass. It would pass muster the first time. The point is they, they, would, they would be wise to respond in a very, very dry manner, a very, very terse manner and, and not get into any political end. They cannot venture the political route. My belief very strongly is that this was a complete setup. This is like, like pretty much like the Russia collusion hoax. Somebody pulled something, some rabbit out of a hat somewhere, and that's the end. Roe v. Wade will not be overturned, but I believe very strongly that it'll be modified considerably because, as you know, as you know and you've heard, many states are changing 
the requirements for someone to get an abortion and the time limits and such. This is this is preceding the possible alteration of Roe v. Wade. Supreme Court would never kill Roe v. Wade. I mean, if they if they did, it would start considerable chaos. And it's funny too, Rita, how all these Democrats are running like roaches out of the woodwork, running to a pile of cookies all over this. Isn't it interesting? Oh, yeah. Well, that's why the leak is interesting, Phil. So who do you think did the leak? Because that is clearly the reaction already. You want the truth? Yeah. I, don't, I don't believe there was ever a leak. I believe that, as, they, as I said just a moment ago, there's the shadow computer access where someone could have made it look very authentic. There are people who are capable, IT people who are very capable of doing that. So you think so start, you think the whole thing was sort of created, but isn't the real this is not the real information? No, no, I don't believe so, because in my heart of hearts, I know, and I'm not taking a political or a religious viewpoint, that the Supreme Court is on the verge of modifying Roe v. Wade to allow the states, because you have the Tenth Amendment and so on. They are setting it up where the states will control who and what, where regarding abortion. Absolutely. And a number of states have already signaled that they would make some changes. Um, So this will still certainly galvanize Democrats because they, you know, they're very passionate about this particular issue. And election is right around the corner. Phil, thank you very much. Let's go to Christopher, line four from Vermont. Go ahead, Chris. Yes, I, I have to agree with your previous caller, but but you know, uh, uh, Rita, I was I was I think it was 1973 when Roe v. Wade was passed. Is that right? I believe so. I know it's in the 70s. I got to look. I, I believe it's 73. I'll be I'll yep. be 72 this Mother's Day. Oh wow! Hey, happy birthday, by the way, Thank Chris. You. Hey. Thank you, and happy Mother's Day to all all our lovely mothers. Absolutely. But, but in the meantime, uh, I will. As I grew older, I realized that the Supreme Court should never have heard this case because it has nothing to do with constitutional rights. It should have been referred to the states, and that, that's the whole purpose. I mean, uh, it, it should never have been a Supreme Court decision. It, it's kind of like masking and shutting down businesses and vaccinations and everything else. They, they grab for power, and they use it as precedent for assuming more power all the time. What was the name of that picture that uh, Burt Lancaster was in where he joined that group of uh, of religious uh, whatever? So he, was a, he was a door-to-door salesman. They used to make a certain shoe with a steel toe in it for door-to-door salesmen so they could stick their toe in the shoe when the woman answered the door, and then he would be able to get his spiel across to sell her a vacuum cleaner or whatever it is. It's the same old thing. It's the camel's nose under the tent. But the, as far as I'm, I, I don't have any any feeling about Roe v. Wade, except it never should have been heard by the Supreme Court. And that may be part of what this draft is. And again, uh, Chris, you are correct. We both are. I thought it was 70s. It was 1973 when the uh, decision did come down from the high court Roe v. Wade. Uh, 410 U.S. 113 is exactly what it is. Uh, Thank you, Chris, very much. When we come back, we're going to take your calls. What do you make of the fact you just heard Chris and Phil who believe this was sort of a smokescreen? What do you think is behind this historic leak from the highest court in the land tonight? Big breaking news. And by the way, a number of protesters already gathering around the U.S. Supreme Court with word 
that a decision has been leaked out that would overturn Roe v. Wade. So does it mean that they're essentially going to say, okay, now it's all in the hands of the states? We know that there are a number of states that have said that they would severely limit abortion um, in in many, many cases um, to outright ban. Uh, and it varies, of course, from state to state. So now are they going to say it is solely that? There is not going to be a federal. Where does it go from here? Either way, it is absolutely going to be galvanizing, I believe, the Democrats come November because it was clearly going to be a floodgates from the Republicans. And why did somebody leak it? I think somebody on the Democratic side wants to galvanize the base as much as possible, give them something like a rallying cry and use that as a wedge issue come November, because Biden can use anything he can get. 1-800-848-9222. And I'll continue with your calls after the break. This is the Rita Cosby Show. And if you are just joining us here on the Rita Cosby Show, protesters are starting to gather outside the U.S. Supreme Court in Washington, D.C. after word from a Politico.com report that a draft decision that the Supreme Court has essentially voted to overturn abortion rights, uh, that the draft decision, according to Politico, that they have published shows that they are striking down the historic landmark Roe v. Wade decision that came down in 1973. And people are saying, whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, a big, big stunner for the left in this country who have been pushing for continued abortion rights and the prolonging of Roe v. Wade and didn't expect the high court. I don't think that they would change it, for one. And two... Also, who did the leaking? There has never been a leak of a Supreme Court decision, according to constitutional scholars, ever while they were pending a decision. In other words, they haven't come down with the decision officially yet. That wasn't supposed to be leaked until next month. Not leaked, but, you know, handed out and published, uh, disseminated widely. And now here it is a month early. Somehow this has gotten leaked. Do you think This is an honest leak. Who did it? Why? What's the objective? And what is your response to the highest court in the land? Now it appears to be overturning Roe v. Wade. Let's go to Eric, line eight. Your thoughts, Eric? Hey, Rita. um, I have a few thoughts. But my main point, and you can jog my memory on the rest, I think they're really, really overestimating how much this is going to help Democrats. I mean, they're going to have to bust people in because where have they been on women's rights? I mean, you elect a uh, Supreme Court justice, you appoint a Supreme Court justice because she's a woman and she's black. Oh, but she can't define what a woman is. So, Rita, what, what's, what's, what's a woman anyway? Are you a biologist? I'm not a biologist. What's a woman? You know, and what they're doing, the women's sports and everything. Uh, who are they going to rally behind? Nancy Pelosi and Hillary Clinton, these ghouls? Suddenly you come out of the world, oh, you care about women's rights now. Those women are gone. Well, a lot of them voted for Donald Trump already, and they're going to vote for uh, Donald Trump hopefully uh, in in, uh, in 24. And by the know? way, Eric, so. that's a good point because there are a lot of women who are fed up with this administration on so many levels. You brought up a whole bunch of them. Uh, the other thing, I also thought about parents, you know, some of the parents' hearings where we've seen the moms out there who have just been outraged learning that their kids were getting taught like critical race theory and gender education and all that stuff. Um, So I think the Democrats have lost a lot of their base 
Um, maybe some, though, may get rallied behind this issue because it's a very important issue to many, many people. Um, so we'll see. But you're, you're right. I think they've actually lost a lot of them even before this decision, and there may not be that much rallying. Uh, let's go to Karen on line four. Go ahead, Karen, your thoughts. Hi, how are you, Rita? Good. What do you make uh, of this? Isn't this wild, this leak? I'm just saying dirty politics rearing its dirty head again. Just like when Elon Musk wanted to take over Twitter and all of a sudden they wanted to have his Bureau of Misinformation. Now all of a sudden this is coming out. You know, they're looking for ways to distract us so, you know, they don't get down to the real issues. And as far as leaks, I have never heard of so many leaks in my life as with this administration and with this Congress. They do anything they do to get ahead. They don't give a damn about the country, the citizens, or anybody. And I'm, I'm really getting sick of it. Yeah, no, you're right. There have been so many leaks, and you have to wonder who is behind this, what's the intent behind all of this. Everybody, by the way, when we come back, we're going to talk about Alejandro Mayorkas. I couldn't believe this. He goes out, and he does an interview, and he's like, what do you mean an open border? I want to play this. Take a listen. What's your message now? The same, the very same, because our border is not open. What happens now is individuals are either expelled under the Title 42 authority or they are placed in immigration enforcement proceedings and they are removed if they do not have a valid claim under our law to remain. And so the border is not open. And importantly, they should not place their lives at risk in the hands of smugglers who exploit their lives for the mere uh, purpose of profit. What about closing the border? I can't believe the hogwash we just heard. Alejandro Mayorkas, the great smokescreen. Rita Cosby is on. The Rita Cosby Show presents Support Our Heroes. And in tonight's Support Our Heroes segment, where we honor our great men and women in the military and their families, a powerful story coming from Ellesmere, Delaware, where a World War II veteran who flew 25 successful bombing missions over Europe was honored with a quilt of valor from a local VFW post. Ray Fermani, who's an Ellesmere, Delaware resident who turned 100 last fall, became known locally in 2018 when author Mitch Topol wrote a book about his time in the war, telling the story of his missions that led him to earning the Distinguished Flying Cross. During Saturday's event, Fermani told stories about his military service and the organization, the Quilts of Valor Foundation, which was founded in 2003 by a military mom, now has chapters in all 50 states and several other countries. It volunteers to sew quilts to be awarded to military members as a way to say thank you for their service, sacrifice and valor. The foundation recently hit its milestone. Think about this is amazing. 300,000 quilts. And each state chapter chose one veteran to receive a ceremonial 300,000th quilt. Fermani was chosen to be Delaware's recipient. Uh, recipient. How beautiful to see all of these folks being honored in such a magnificent way. And what a powerful, powerful message of uh, honoring the greatest generation. Well, speaking of the military, 
Senator Roger Marshall, Republican, really just, you know, let her rip. He was so, so upset when word came out from Mayorkas and others, and I'm talking about the Homeland Security Secretary recently, he was testifying last week. Remember, he was grilled by Congress, by House and by Senate about my, you know, basically what's happening at the border. Why are so many people coming across the border? Why are terrorists, people who are on the known watch list, why are they crossing the border? What are you doing? There are literally six to 700,000 gotaways that have taken place since Biden took office. I mean, that's a stunning number. And, you know, the worst of the worst are the ones that are in the gotaway division that we just don't know about because the ones who are doing something nefarious, guess what? They are the last ones that actually want to be apprehended, obviously, by border enforcement. And so now things are getting really bad because the Biden administration has said later this month, on May 23rd, they would like to waive Title 42, which is that health restriction. So Mayorkas maintained over the weekend. I couldn't believe it. I was like, on all he did this round on the Sunday shows where he was basically going over and over again, oh, the border is safe, the border is secure, President Biden's doing a good job. I'm like, are you kidding me? He was actually saying it with a straight face, that things are fine at the border. No problem. We've only had a whole bunch. We've had dozens of people on the terrorist watch list. We've had hundreds of thousands of people. Not to worry. Not a problem. Don't worry about it. Everything is great. No big deal. I mean, to me, it just was insane. And so Senator Roger Marshall, Republican, said this is outrageous because he feels that those who have crossed the border illegally are getting treated better than our military in this country. And he says it is time to stop. Take a listen. President Biden has been loud and clear saying, come, bring us everybody. We're here for you. And when you get here, you're going to get free health care, uh, free food and water. So they're, you know, they're treated better than our veterans are. They're treated better than our soldiers are. So here's my orcas today. But for over a year now, this president has been saying, come, everybody, you're welcome. The gates are wide open. The gates are wide open. And in fact, they have talked about adding extra officers, not to stop those from coming across the border, but instead adding extra officers to help with processing, to hasten the processing department. Isn't that amazing? As opposed to saying, hey, maybe we should have some people in there that will stop people and actually monitor the border and make sure that they don't come here. Uh, 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 uh. And in fact, he met and spoke with virtually with the president of Mexico. And so you thought, okay, well, maybe he's going to step up, remain in Mexico efforts. He's not even doing that either. He basically said, well, we came across and we were talking about the roots of the problem. Wouldn't you, if you were talking to the president of Mexico and you were the president of the United States, and you know that this is the kind of conversation President Trump had with the president of Mexico at the time, um, was, hey, guess what? Have them stop coming here because we're not going to take them. We're going to make sure that they remain in Mexico, that they get processed. You can't just keep sending everybody across the border because you don't want them on your side. You want us to take the, you know, the financial responsibility. I mean, to me, it is outrageous. So what do you make of Mayorkas, I think, just lying through his teeth and going on and on and on about how great the border is and how secure the border is? Is there anybody out there who actually thinks that what he said was the truth? It's 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. Well, take a listen. This is Peter Ducey, of course, 
Fox News White House correspondent with Jen Psaki today, the White House press secretary, during the briefing. Listen to this exchange because he brought up the fact that there have been dozens of folks who have been on the terrorist watch list and that they have crossed the border. And remember, Mayorkas said last week during the hearing that he didn't know where they were and didn't seem too concerned that people that are on the terrorist watch list are roaming free in America, and he really doesn't know how to account for them and believes that there's probably many more than that number, but he's not sure. I mean, to me, it just sounded like we are in really deep trouble with this guy. Take a listen. The DHS secretary is now talking about people on the terrorist watch list crossing the border into the U.S., and he says, we know where those 42 are. Why isn't he saying, we know where those 42 are? They're in jail. Well, Peter, I would really point you to the Department of Homeland Security to get more follow-up details on his comments. I know he's spoken extensively at a range of hearings and obviously on a range of Sunday shows yesterday, including on Fox. Yeah, he did speak on Fox, and he was rambling all over the place. And here's a little bit more of the exchange, because they also said, is there a chance that the president's going to go to the border? And, well, we don't really have any plans right now. And then they said, is the president maybe planning on going to Ukraine? Well, we don't really have any plans on going there now. Ukraine is like, boy, things are really rough there, as we know. Nancy Pelosi even went this weekend. This president doesn't seem to be in a rush to go there. He's right at the border, but he doesn't go into Ukraine. And now he doesn't seem to be in a rush to even going to our own southern border which is clearly a crisis. They're not even admitting it's a crisis. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. And here's a little bit more of Jen Psaki and Peter Ducey. What is the president's priority? Would it be stopping potential terrorist attacks or letting these migrants come in? Well, again, I think as we noted just a couple of weeks ago when there was reporting about uh, the number of individuals who are on the watch list being stopped at the border, that that was the Border Patrol doing their jobs. Uh, that was the system working. And certainly part of the role of the Home Department of Homeland Security is to keep our country safe, keep the American people safe. And I think that's an indication of Secretary Mayorkas's work to do exactly that. Is there anybody who believes that Secretary Mayorkas has set protecting America as the priority given their track record at our southern border? 1-800-848-9222, 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Pete in New Hampshire on line one. Pete, your thoughts? Yeah, you really don't want to know what I think. Oh, because... I do, Pete. Let, let's hear it. But make sure it's PG. <laughs> yep. Biarcus <sighs> is a lop-eared fool, just like Obama. And you know who is running the country, Rita? I love you. I love your show, and I respect you and your show. I'm going to say this. Barack Obama and his minions are still running our country. I'm a Vietnam vet. Number one, number two. Number three, we the people need to take back the power in our government, not those people. Well, you know what? You bring up a great point about Obama because Obama visited him. It turned out he had lunch with Biden last week, and then today he met with Clinton. So he's clearly meeting with these folks, trying to get advice from them, or at least, like you said, leadership from them, because he clearly needs advice. Um, You know what's amazing, Pete? Even Hispanics, like I was looking at a new poll of late, and on inflation, only, I think it's like like 30% even agree with President Biden's policies with the economy and that. 
you know, and inflation and how he's handling it. I'm surprised it was even 30 percent even approved uh, that it was even that high. Um, But Hispanics in particular are really disenchanted with this president. And I think it's because the people who come here and they come here legally, they're really outraged. And to see the way that it's just like the double standards all over the place is just shocking. Pete, what are your what's your take on it? I think our country is sinking and it's sinking fast. We the people need to rise up and we need to take our country back. Otherwise, when we lose our country, we've lost our freedom. Thank you, Rita. Pete, thank you. Thank you. And I know that you are such a great, great patriot. Let's go to Patricia, line two. Patricia, your thoughts about all this. Hi, Rita. Great to always hear you talking. I wanted to say this country isn't taking care of their own people that have worked here to make what it was. They say you have good health care for everyone, but when you go to the pharmacy, the medicine's not approved, so you can't get it. And it's you're stuck with it. Mental health, are they giving the people the correct mental health? Absolutely not. We're ridden with homeless all over. And the president's saying, oh, I got places for them to stay. That's not the, That's not getting anything done or getting them out of the subways. What are you getting them out of the subways and putting them on the street? Nothing is thought out. And if you can't take care of the people in your household, you wouldn't be giving out your food and everything else. We can't. We're having a hard time taking care of our people right here. Why are you going to give more away? Take care of the people here first who built the country and are trying to maintain it correctly. Yeah, you know what? That's a good point because you're right. I mean, look at the crises that we're dealing with right now with inflation. I mean, as we all see when we're going to the stores, I mean, skyrocketing numbers. Everything is so out of control, uh, gas, food, everything. Um, and yet it's like a big old welcome at on the southern border. And you're right. We all pay for it. And it's at a time right now where you would think they would want to be careful with the funds and make sure that we take care of ourselves and our veterans. I mean, the other thing, Patricia, uh, this was shocking, that they're thinking of using funds from the VA, um, the Veterans Administration, and using staffing from there to help go to the border to help with, quote, processing of migrants at the border. I mean, it's like you're going to pull from the Veterans Administration, which I feel right now is already like, so, you know, thin as it is, and you're going to pull from them? I mean, to me, that is utterly, utterly shocking. We're going to continue with your calls, everybody, after the break. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. What do you make of Alejandro Mayorkas claiming that our U.S. border is safe and secure? No problems whatsoever there. And they are thinking of using staff from the Veterans Administration to potentially help with our border. They're going to pull it from the VA. That is outrageous. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. It's the Rita Cosby Show. Well, I remember when we were talking about a border wall. I remember when we were saying remain in Mexico. I remember when we were screening for those people who were crossing the border when it meant something to become an American citizen. 
And now it's like coming into the United States just seems like a free-for-all. Alejandro Mayorkas, however, saying, oh, no, our border is not open. And then they're claiming that this disinformation chief is going to be focused on any improper information coming out about the border and the security, among other things. Uh, but this is, again, that same Looney Kazuni, remember, who was sitting there with the Mary Poppins song. And people are just kind of going, this just stinks of hypocrisy. These double standards, these sort of rules for thee and not for me just seem really, really unbelievable. It's just shocking. And by the way, um, uh, just a little bit ago, we're getting word that a Russian oligarch with close ties to Putin met with Hunter Biden in Moscow over a potential investment deal before meeting twice more in New York and D.C. And that oligarch, by the way, is not sanctioned by the U.S. He's sanctioned by the U.K., but for some reason, that oligarch, who, according to reports, met with Hunter Biden, according to his laptop, in Moscow over potential investment deals and then met in New York and D.C. with that oligarch, Russian oligarch. We've heard a lot about them of late. Well, apparently that one is not being sanctioned by the U.S. Why is that guy getting a pass? Do you smell something a little dirty possibly in the works there? I sure do. Wow, wow, wow. What do you think, everybody? 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. We are talking about all the different double standards and double speak coming about security in the country and our borders. And by the way, also tonight, and you're going to be seeing a lot of headlines about this tomorrow, uh, New York City Mayor Eric Adams goes to the Met, the Met Gala, and he sports a jacket that says end gun violence on it on one side, certainly trying to raise attention to gun awareness. I wish I would see the other side saying, let's end thug violence. Then at least it would be equal. End gun violence on one side. Let's end thug violence. It should say end repeat offenders on the front of it. Why don't we see that on the front of his outfit? It's a very sort of spiffy outfit, but on the back of it has a gun with a, you know, with a slash through it. And it says end gun violence. That's what he wore to the very fancy schmancy Met Gala. Remember, um, you know, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez wore her like famous one about taxes. So it's typically used sometimes as a place for, like, social justice issues, criminal justice issues, all that. Uh, But wouldn't it be great if the front of it said, let's stop repeat offenders and wake up Alvin Bragg? That's what the front of it should say. 1-800-848-9222. 1-800-848-9222. Let's go to Diane on line three. Diane, your thoughts? Yeah, hi. See, all these things that are going on. Uh, it's not even a double standard. It's like getting rid of any kind of sane standards. Uh, that, that's it. And all of it, 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 there's only one reason for it. And this goes to the first thing you were discussing tonight, too. You know, it's like you would believe anything coming from Politico. The whole thing of it is the, the Democrats are up to their neck in garbage, and they will do anything, and they've gotten the one nuclear issue that they that they believe that everybody will will cleave to and vote for them, and that is Roe versus Roe v. Wade. You see, and, and, and 
wanted to abolish it. They they just wanted to modify it so you don't have like partial birth abortions and things like that that they're for. But the whole thing behind all of this, everything you're talking about tonight, is Democrats staying in power. That's the whole thing. They will do anything because the record is so rotten. I mean, look at what you're talking about now. It's not a double standard. There's no standard. There's, it's all, it's, it's, it's insane. The, uh, the uh, inmates are running the, uh, the, 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 the insil- asylum. Institution. Yeah, no, that's a great line. You're right. There, it's like, it's like anytime there's something that they don't like, something seems to come out. And that's why I agree with you that this is a very orchestrated you brought up the Roe v. Wade, which was the big news, of course, that just came out right before the show tonight here that we've been talking about it with Professor Dershowitz and others, is that it got leaked out. And I agree with you. It's like an orchestrated effort. Anything that they don't like, they leak it out to use to, as a galvanizing for timing. They break all the rules. And at some point, it's just it's outrageous. Whoever did leak it, by the way, the book should get thrown at them. I don't care if it's a justice uh, or if it's a Supreme, you know, if it's a clerk or whoever it is. But, boy, there's a lot of questions here. Diane, thank you very, very much. Let's go to William on line five. Go ahead, William. Hey, Rita. I just want to talk about uh, our president, Mr. Joe Biden, and the reason why he doesn't go into these volatile areas is because he's an imbecile. He's suffering from Parkinson's, and they're keeping him on a very low profile. And the puppet masters like Barack Obama, Soros are pulling all the strings. And if they can keep him out of harm's way and just kind of keep the puppet strings up, that's exactly what they're going to do. You know, that's a good point that you believe, let's just kind of ride it out, because, by the way, that was a successful plan for them, as we saw, um, you know, in 2020. They just kind of kept him in the basement. And it's almost the same thing. It's like, let's try to limit him doing anything that he potentially can that would, like, rock the boat. Um, that's that's a really, really powerful point. Uh, let's go to John in Ohio, line seven. John, your thoughts. You're here on the Rita Cosby Show. Uh, yeah, I got a couple things. One, what that guy was saying about uh, Biden's incompetency. I put a sign up. I don't do computers. I'm an old man. By the sign up, it said, Biden, it's time to take Biden out of the White House. It's too expensive. Put him in a nursing home. And the one I got now Triway seniors are more competent than our President Biden. I mean, we got to speak out, but he spends over this budget. Why can't the, the, the border, President Kennedy, shut down the border for five years and said, let's take care of the people inside America, get them registered, get them Americans, then we'll come back and take care of it. Janet Yellen needs to tell President Biden, hey, the country's broke. We can't go borrow no more. But Don't he sees that. Just like he did November. John, I agree, but he has to see that. I mean, it's like, you know, if you sit there and you look at it, it's like he's got to see the tea leaves. He's looking at all the numbers we are looking at, and you know he's looking at it even more closely. He sees, and he's still going. And, in fact, in the middle of all this, he's talking about, you know, the student loan forgiveness. He's talking about bigger COVID packages. He's talking about all this stuff. It's like he just does not get it. I, I agree with you. Let's go to Brian, line four in Pittsburgh. Go ahead, Brian. 
Hey, Brian, come closer to the phone. You're off the mic. Okay, I'm sorry. What about now? Yep, yep, go ahead. Real quick, Brian. Okay, I don't know if anybody mentioned this, but they're not going to be able to pack the court. It's patently unconstitutional because while the Constitution does not specifically say a number of Supreme Court justices, it does specifically say that there are three co-equal branches of government. Yeah, no, you're right. But a lot of people say that there may be room for them to do it. They're going to try. It looks like they'll try anything. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to prioritygold.com.